Hello, welcome back to the tavern. Thanks for joining us tonight. As always, tonight's episode was brought to you by Mad World. Check them out at www.itsworldmadness.com. Also, check out W Energy. Use our coupon code Tavern10 to save 10% off of your order. Uh, tonight, I am joined by Josh. How you doing? Oh, doing quite well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good to have you on, man. Hey, Landon, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm, I'm doing okay, bud. Thanks. Awesome. It's wonderful to have you guys here. Uh, we're going to piggyback off of last night's episode, and we're going to talk about some other mysteries in this world. Just just things we tend to find interesting, you know, things that fit the, the topic here. Uh, the first thing that I come across today that I wanted to talk about is um, there's a tribe that honors their dead. They're called the the Danny people, D-A-N-I, and they preserve and embalm their dead. Any kind of like elders and local heroes, they literally just keep them. They don't get like buried or anything. So the picture I'm looking at is of a guy carrying just an embalmed dead relative and they just just hang out with them like normal um all right yeah so, so if i'm not mistaken right they uh they also have celebratory days uh where they bring everybody to like the center of town and have a big party for the dead uh, yeah uh, according to what i'm looking at they use smoke and animal oils to preserve the dead i mean they they relatives just look like like bone covered in tar it's uh they can keep that that is (laughs) one way to honor your elders and heroes instead of building a monument you just hang out with them after they're dead so um okay yeah i'll just prop grandpa up in the corner it's cool uh, on on to the next one. <laughs> um, there's images I'm looking at here of mysterious red glow over the Atlantic. What do you think that could be? I mean, it's like through the clouds you can see. It almost looks like lava or something, but it's like bright in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. On July 28th, apparently this happened. July 28th, 2022. Uh, could it be a, a form of red algae? No, this is through the clouds. Oh, this like is in the cloud. The, yeah, they're above the cloud level, and they can see the glow through the cloud level, and it looks almost like lava. Oh. Uh, it says the pilot was flying over the Atlantic. Unexplainable red glow be seen in the photographs, also caught on video. The sight is frightening. Um, glows visible to the photograph were something the pilot had never seen, which prompted many theories suggested by users. The pilot noticed the bright red-orange glow before departure, which was confirmed when he looked at the photo preview on the camera's back. There was supposed to be nothing but an endless ocean for kilometers around them. But um, maybe uh, one Reddit user wrote, maybe fishing vessels had never clustered, you know, so many together to to concentrate light. You know, uh, three possible scenarios they give is fish population down to small concentrations, um chinese fishing boats have fished out the pacific and are now a factor fishing in the atlantic or atlantic-based fishing boats have adopted chinese factory fishing strategies but none of those are good outcomes but that's like the only ideas that have been put forth i suppose 
almost looks like a wildfire, but in the middle of the ocean. I don't know. And this is in the clouds? Yeah, like a, over the cloud level. Are you guys looking at the same site that I am? No. Are we Are we sure it's not photoshopped? I mean, effects nowadays, man. People can grab anything off the internet and make it look better than what Disney can produce. Oh, you're right. People are people are busy with the effects nowadays. Oh, yeah. I sent a link so you guys can check it out. Like, I mean, this is like above cloud level. I mean, the guy outdid Disney by making look having Mark Hamill look younger than they did. So you know, anything is possible. Could be real. Could be fake. I don't know. Oh, this was actually, I watched a video on this the other day. Um, So they found new evidence of Israel discovered in Egypt. Um, Apparently this this was a while back that they actually found this information. But there was this giant stone slab that was discovered on like the outskirts of Egypt. And what they did is as they were excavating this thing, it was laying down flat. And imagine it looks like a giant tombstone with a bunch of inscriptions on it. Let me forward the link over so you guys can uh, see what I see. But it literally looks like a giant tombstone laying down flat. And as they were digging it out, they dug out a crevice underneath it, just big enough for a person to lay down. And because this was done in like the 1920s or something, they're laying there on their back in a crevice where their nose is almost touching this stone slab with a little candle and trying to translate this giant structure in the 1920s. And apparently it's the oldest recorded, um, like, the word Israel. It's, like, the oldest that they've been able to find that word. So that proves that Israel at the time... Okay, so a couple of the other places that are listed on here have a symbol next to them showing they were a city-state. Well, Israel just has a picture of, like, transient people. So basically, Israel was a population of people that didn't have a king at the time. That's how far back this was. It hadn't become the Israel we think of today. Wow. I I thought it was pretty cool. It's uh, Yeah. Oh, it was discovered in 1896. I'm so sorry. Uh, I thought it was in the 1920s. So correct myself there. Well, if you want to believe the Bible, the Israelites were slaves in ancient Egypt. I'm pretty so sure that be some what? kind of evidence of that. Oh, yeah. This is just like the oldest recorded time of seeing the word Israel written down. What? Scientists claim that there is another world under Ant- Antarctica's ice. Oh, yeah. Uh, they found uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, they first found uh, tops of pyramids in Antarctica, and they're uh, they're currently digging and stuff, and they believe they found um, a ancient civilization. Ooh. The Wizard Project? W-I-S-S-A-R-D. Well, I can believe that, because you know, the world has shifted, so who knows what was lost when the plates separated or collided with each other. I mean, it has been thousands, billions of years, so, you know. Discovery itself was made around 2,700 feet below the ice. It's reported that they followed Lake Wilhans to see where it led, only to find a massive space 2,700 feet below the ice that exists. 
So far, it's not known, not a lot is known about this, and many believe that it could indicate the hollow earth theory or fundamental, or is fundamental after all, and could showcase the fact that aliens do live under our planet's surface. Hmm, it's a bit far-stretched, but, you know, you never know. That's like believing that dinosaurs are still alive right underneath our feet. Well, uh, Wikilinks believes that uh, uh, the U.S. blew up an extraterrestrial uh, moon base. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this that you sent over, Landon? Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to trying to find hmm. out. Where that unearthed uh, yeah. by an archaeologist in 1903. Yeah, Sam and Ken. private collection. Yeah. The writing on the outside is extremely similar to the writings in the Stargate series. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's a good series to watch if you ever get the chance to. Do you see the pictures of this? That is like something from Stargate. Yeah. And am, am I the only one getting, um, like, G.I. Joe vibes from that first picture? No, you're not. <laughs> I was getting more of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah, no, I get those vibes, too. That is interesting. Who knows, maybe some movies have some truth in it. Well, I say uh, a lot of times movies have a lot of truth into them. Depends on how deep you're willing to look. Very true. Sometimes they Disney be is stuff. very, very mm-hmm. big on that. <laughs> Just throwing sure it out there. Plenty. Oh, let's not get into Disney. That's right. They have his head in the jar in the basement. <laughs> his whole body frozen. See, you know why they're trying to get so good in animatronics? They want to bring him back. Obviously. So apparently satellite images show a giant cave found in Antarctica. Which, you know, leads into that same thing we were just talking about, about having, you know, alternate worlds possibly being underneath the ice. Dude, I'm telling you. This goes into the Atlantean theory. Oh, yeah? What what do you mean by that? I'm just saying that, like, you know, a lot of people don't believe that Atlantis ever existed or that it existed, but it was not at the technological level, which a lot of people like myself believe. Um, You know, Atlantis was one of the most technological advanced societies known to us, you know, but like there were more than just Atlantis. And I think it's all connected in that theory. Definitely. Because, so from what I've looked into, the, um, I want to say it was either the Aztecs or the Mayans. I have to do research on that. But we found a, like, relief, like a carving that we believe explains what happened to their ancient home. Because they say that they came from another place that, like, they didn't always live where they were. Um, Let me see if I can find this. Uh, one second, guys. Um, I'm not sure if I can find it, but basically, 
they they believe that they didn't come from where they are now and that atlantis was their true home and it went by like atlantal or something like that and the relief that we found shows a volcano exploding and somebody sinking in the water in a boat leaving that area and it's believed to be that was the fall of atlantis and that they were able to leave i would uh i would definitely have to say yes it's uh a t l a t l that's what they believe um was like the the name of their original home and it was the aztecs by the way Here. <laughs> that's the male fruit fly thing that you <laughs> you were telling us about earlier go ahead landon fill fill him in on male fruit flies oh yes oh, uh well it's uh <laughs> this is funny uh so there's been research done uh that say that uh like every other male uh male fruit flies seek out alcohol when sexually rejected mm-hmm Sounds yeah. just like Landon. You're a fruit fly, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> Even a fruit fly drink. gets rejected. Speaking of people don't that feel get bad. rejected. Even a penguin does. What? Yeah, penguins get rejected. Yeah, but they don't oh, seek man. out alcohol, Josh. That's because there's bring, not north. They bring the shiniest pebble and he got rejected. Yeah. Mm. Time to go get with Maurice again. Molly's. Oh, that's Clarice. I don't even know how to work this in. I don't even know how to... I'm, so I'm just going to tell you. A 500-year-old skeleton was found in London still wearing thigh-high boots. <laughs> well, you know what that means. <laughs> I know still exactly working. what that means. This is what it means. Right, Welcome slay it, queen. She's still working. <laughs> Death um, can't stop her now. Oh, this is something I just thought was interesting. I just thought this was a cool fact that kind of blew my mind. You know Wrigley's Double Mint Gum? Originally, oh, yeah. Wrigley's yeah. was a soap, soap company. Mm -hmm. They gifted baking powder with their soap. And then the baking powder became more popular than the soap. So they switched to selling the baking powder and giving chewing gum as a gift. And then the gum became so popular that they became a gum company. Yep. I just, I thought that was the, I never would have guessed that. Wow. Our gifts are so much better than what our product was. Hmm. This is interesting. I wonder why they do this. So apparently... It is a mystery as to why so many birds and dinosaur fossils exhibit the quote-unquote death pose, the characteristic posture of the head thrown back and the tail extended with the mouth wide open. I didn't realize that birds and dinosaurs did that after they died, and no one can figure out why. Because after seeing well, this picture, I'm like, yeah, you know, I've seen a ton of dinosaur fossils when they were dug up in that same pose. Yeah, well, I mean... You know, birds, they're flying, you know, they fall, they break their neck. You know? <laughs> the, the neck doesn't look like broken, that. buddy. You know, and dinosaurs, okay, a giant freaking meteorite slammed down on the earth, the blast broke their neck, and they ended up like that. You know, come on. Gosh. That's, 
the most scientific explanation I think I've ever heard to explain that. Science, biatch. <laughs> well, my the important question for you is, do you like your dinosaurs feathered or more reptilian? Oh, let's get into that. Uh, I believe that there could have been subspecies that were reptilian, but the way the jungles were at that time, I believe that most of these dinosaurs had feathers. I mean, of course, not the Bronchiosaurus or, you know, whatever, but like, you know, these, uh, mm -hmm. look like giant chickens. Well, I mean, we're finding more and more fossils, you know, every day that show, you know, proof of feathers on these dinosaurs. Yep. So, so I want a Jurassic Park remake where they all have feathers. <laughs> Jurassic Park, the Flupasaurus, coming to theaters 2023. I mean, imagine the T-Rex with feathers on its arms. Like, how does that work? I have to boop its snoot. <laughs> um, so the Inca Temple of the Sun housed a golden sun disk that legend holds was the key to the gate of the gods. The Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten? Akhenaten? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Never good with naming the pharaohs. I had like three years of Egyptian mythology. I cannot remember a single thing or pronounce a single pharaoh. Um, A-K-H-E-N-A-T-E-N. -E and it focused... All worship on the sun disk called the A-T-E-N. Interesting. He's holding up two pies. I think that's, you know, representation of maybe the sun, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> like I said, three years in high school of Egyptian mythologies just kind of out of my head. It's interesting, though, because I've never really, like, stopped to pay attention to those kind of, you know, carvings. But he's mm -hmm. got the sun obviously shining down on him. But it's cut up into quadrants, like and he's holding up of the sun, kind of, and he's holding up the symbol for pi. So I wonder what you know significance three point one four, you know, repeating had to the Egyptians. That might be something we want to look into. Also, I apologize. We are seem to be having some technical difficulties tonight. We have lost Landon, and he is on his way back in. Uh, let's move on to the next one. He had to get a drink. He'll be back. <laughs> Apparently his computer crashed. Oh, this one. Shout out to my pop. This one goes out to you. Elvis Presley once asked his limo driver, do you own this limo or do you work for the company? He responded, I work for the company. Elvis said, well, you own it now. The limo driver's tip was the limo. That's pretty uh, cool. From my understanding that uh, Elvis Presley did a lot of that uh, for people who work for him. Welcome back, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Computer crashed. <laughs> there is an island called Just Enough Room where there's just enough room for a tree and a house. <laughs> it's literally just a tree and a house. That's pretty funny. I, I needed that in my life. I, I want to meet the guy that did that and shake his hand. That's Master Roshi's house. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> With that giant and, and turtle in his dirty magazines. Stuff. That's where he's at. And there was just enough room on that island for one tree 
in one house. And a sea turtle. Exactly. Well, a sea turtle came from the sea, you know. Exactly. He he showed up once in a while, you know. Roshi liked his solitude. And his girly magazine. I wonder why. Get a show of hands for all our DBZ fans out there. Oh, I don't have a camera. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm imagining you raising your hands in the air like you just don't care. I forgot we had our cameras on tonight because I'm not even like looking at that screen to see y'all. Well, you can't see me because I don't have the camera. When Volvo (laughs) invented the three-point seatbelt in 1959, they made the patent free for all the competitors to use in order to save lives because it had been more value as free life-saving tool than something to profit from. I did not realize we've only had a three-point seatbelt since 1959. That's as old as my dad. That just tells me my age right there because I just I felt like the three-point seatbelt had just kind of been a thing since they decided to do seatbelts. But I didn't realize there was other seatbelts before the three-point. That's Nope, yeah, my age. there used to be just the, the you know, the strap across the, the lap belt. They didn't have the yeah. lower. Hmm. But, you know, you can really appreciate Volvo for doing something like yeah. that. Because all these other car companies don't give anything away for free. Oh, never. Ever. Oh, That's a whole up. different episode to talk about. Let me see here. So... Everyone knows that dinosaurs died out from giant asteroid collisions, but few people know that the dinosaur's extinction was not the only or even the worst mass extinction that our planet has faced. There have been it was like four of them. Five. You are almost right. Yeah. There have been five, which the largest being the end Permian event, which happened two hundred and fifty two million years ago, and it is also the most mysterious. Fossil records show that 95% of all marine species and 75% of all terrestrial species went extinct during that event. Yeah, it was a superheating of the water uh, and stuff, too. Yeah. Look I at you. I believe there was more water on this planet than there is now. I am a believer in that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's under the Earth's crust. It's because of the core and our rotations it's a whole lot of stuff oh, yeah, and our shifting plates some places weren't where they used to i mean if you can look at a globe you can see we kind of fit together a bit yeah pangea also for the people listening out there if you didn't know over time all of the continents have shifted and eventually well if you go way back in history at one point all the continents were one big continent called pangea the more you know. I think that was what, like seventh grade knowledge? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people listening who probably didn't learn that. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if they're local know. listeners, the educational system here has failed them. Oh, absolutely. Well, I have a South Carolina education. Thank you very much. Hooked on Phonics done me good. <laughs> I graduated Some people weren't as lucky as you. Yeah, shout out to Stratford High School, class of 09, go Knights. What time is it? Night time. What time is it? Night time. What time is it? Night time. Yeah. Okay, I'm already tired. I will go to bed. <laughs> oh, here you go, Landon. Since you enlightened us with this information earlier, we'll go ahead and throw this out for you. <clears throat> okay. Get ready for this. In some early versions of Little Red Riding Hood, the girl and the wolf mm. ate grandma together. 
That was yeah. thanks to Landon. You guys can have that little piece of knowledge. You're welcome. Ooh, I actually watched an entire documentary on this. Two psychologists in the 1930s adopted a baby chimp and tried to raise oh. her alongside their own baby boy, Donald, to see if it <laughs> caused the chimp to learn human behavior. After nine months, they stopped the experiment because their son started behaving more like a chimp. Interesting things, right? Yes. It is. It just shows you that uh, chimps are cooler than babies. The crazy part here is as they matured together, they matured at the beginning almost identical. I mean, they learned and did things the exact same way. And as Donald started to get more mature than the chimp, you know, he would start exhibiting more chimp-like behaviors. And it was almost like the chimp, because it came to a certain point of just developmental smartness that it just it couldn't get any smarter basically donald started regressing because he it was almost as if he didn't want to outsmart his playmate so they were like whoa 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 this ain't good we, we're gonna have to cut this experiment off would you ever do that with your kids raise them like an animal josh turned out fine <laughs> what, well, what's with the low blow <laughs> Dang. I'm sorry. Like, right for the jugular, man. It was a simple I was, question. You know, I was raised with a gorilla. Should have been answered, no. I would never raise my child like that. And Landon's just like, Josh turned out fine. Hey, listen. I, I was raised with a gorilla. I'm okay. Well, wow. uh, my cousin is Bigfoot, but, you know, I don't think <laughs> my mother would appreciate your comment. <laughs> <laughs> the my mo mother was, is a great woman and she does not appreciate what you just said shout out to Josh oh, I don't I don't doubt that at all <laughs> I hope mom isn't watching this <laughs> what if she is <laughs> yeah. I love you mama alright one more and we go wrap it up tonight the Moroccan stone spheres are rock formations round in shape lying in the Kokohi Beach in North Otago. Why do they have such weird names in New Zealand? Uh, they look like otherworldly rock spheres that were cut in half and arbitrarily placed along the beach. The rocks vary oh. in size from 0.5 meters to 2.2 meters in diameter and can weigh up to 7 tons. Many show lines and crevices that resemble tortoise shells. I wonder what creates those. Uh, well, it, Who's to say they are boulders at all? What if they are fossilized, uh, like turtles? Not all of them look like that, though. They're definitely some kind of rock structures. Just like what would cause them to be, you know, perfectly round like that? It looks like they took a sphere and just sliced them in half. Doesn't look particularly natural, so to speak. Right, and there's, they're really big. They're not oh, like yeah. little small stones either. That's big stuff. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to call it for the night. I'm getting a little tired. Ooh. Maybe we'll do another oh. podcast after this. You know, The Tavern After Dark with your host, Big Boy Brendan and Jingly Josh. And, well, I guess you want to call him Love Tap Landon. I mean, he's been known to be called that. More like Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Do you have any closing words? I need my coffee. Ooh, we're going to need more than coffee. We're going to need a little bit of Dubby Energy. Use coupon code TAVERN10 to get 10% off your next order. Yeah, shameless plug. Couldn't help myself. All right, Josh. What, what's your closing words for our listeners tonight? Find yourself a dude named Brad. Go down under to a lava pool and make yourself a bouncing baby boy. Landon, what do you got to say? Uh, I would say uh, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Steve Jobs. Interesting. Quoting the devil tonight. That's, that's an interesting choice. All right, Dang, guys. Quote Trump. <laughs> political <laughs> all right guys thanks for being on tonight thank you everybody for listening out there we always appreciate your support check out all our other episodes anchor and spotify you can find us on tiktok and facebook join us at the tavern we'd love to have you have a wonderful night be safe